Hello, and welcome to the Reach or Miss Show, the podcast for the customer-focused entrepreneur, where Hayut Yogev speaks with entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs about reaching or missing the critical point of approaching the right customer with the right message at the right time and place. The point where business success starts. And here is your host, Hayut Yogev. Rich Omis, episode 90. This year's podcast guests mark the future for 2019 and the main trends in entrepreneurial marketing for the new year. I often asked how I choose my interviewees for this podcast. I imagine the main reason for the question is the high diversity of the 80 guests on the show since its establishment on March 2017. It's not easy to find a clear pattern among them. Can you guess what the connection is between interviewees like Kat Erickson, Guy Kawasaki, Pam Wesley, Mark Schaefer, John Lee Dumas, Chris Brogan, Jack Kozakowski, Mike Stelzner, Andy Kasudina, David Beebe, Mark Metry, Mike Alton, Pascal Guillon, and Lee Orden? Just to name a few. You already know that they are all successful entrepreneurs and or influencers, opinion leaders in their fields. However, besides these common characteristics, they are all customer-focused entrepreneurs, which is what marketing is all about, after all. They, as entrepreneurs, succeeded due to their customer-focused approach or as educators or influencers about this critical issue. I chose interviewees who left their mark on the field of entrepreneurial marketing. But before diving into the most meaningful interviews that marked the changing marketing direction for entrepreneurs in 2019, I would like to remind you about the main differentiation of entrepreneurial and or startup marketing. It is the need to introduce, sell, and brand a totally new, unfamiliar product or service, at least in one aspect. It can be totally new product or a new target market for the product or a totally new business model and the like. Now, let's dive in to the biggest trends of entrepreneurial marketing for 2019 and who the trendsetters and the early adopters of those trends are. The first trend is about entrepreneurial successes based on a failure. When I joined the entrepreneurial industry 11 years ago, Entrepreneurs were considered as magical geniuses which were considered to be potential billionaires by the fact they established a startup. But with time, many entrepreneurs and startups fail, and a lot of investments went down to drain. A few of my guests, like James Arthur Ray, Ovina Gran, and Josh Elledge, talked about the inevitable failures as a base for success. Ovina Gran even though you might be at one peak at one point, if you want to go to an even higher peak, you will have to go through some valleys. After 10 plus years of experience working in various firms ranging from startups to Fortune 500 companies, having also some entrepreneurial ventures in between, Ovi jumped full-time into the startup world with nuggets that were acquired and is now focused on Social B. 
He has experience in building and managing software development teams, building SaaS and mobile products, creating ROI-positive social media, marketing, and product launches. He is passionate about helping startups succeed in building great products, finding the appropriate launch sequence, and the best leverage to grow. He is also an idea machine and can really help with brainstorming. His imaginary friends say he is a fun guy. Since I believe and always imagine this journey of taking position in the mind of our customers and building the trust and building the awareness and building a brand in the mind of the customer, I always imagine that as climbing a mountain, step after step after step and then another mountain. So I want to ask you whether you ever climbed the mountain, and here I talk about physical mountain, mountain literally, or wished to climb a mountain, or have some dreams of climbing a mountain. Do you have any relationships with mountains at all? <laughs> yes, yeah, so especially when I was uh, growing up, um, I, I did used to, to climb uh, mountains, and I still do. I still like to go uh, snowboarding uh, from, from time to time. And um, I'm really uh, looking forward to be able to go to, to Switzerland again, where I think those are the most beautiful mountains that I've ever seen, the most uh, breathtaking uh, sceneries. And I think also um, uh, coming back uh, a bit in the metaphorical world from the, the physical world, but staying in the mountain uh, part, what I also found is that our life is also like a suit of mountains. So basically, mm -hmm. even though you might be at one peak at one point, if you want to go to an even higher peak, you will have to go through some valleys. Mm -hmm. So you might have reached that local uh, maximum, but in order to, to get to an even higher peak, you will need to first become again, maybe a student to go uh, down the mountain a bit, uh, to get uh, maybe new gear, uh, let's say so, and then to, mm -hmm. to climb this, uh, this even higher mountain. Go through some valleys before the next stop. I really love that. I call the next trend, stop selling. Focus on serving your customers. The truth is that it became kind of a mantra to talk about serving your customers' needs and wants instead of selling and pushing. I believe that in the coming year, the power of serving your customers as the best monetization enabler will be recognized by most entrepreneurs. Pascal Guyon, who came from the music industry, teaches us a lesson of how serving your customers can open many doors. Pascal Guillon is a multi-platinum music producer who contributed to three Grammy nominations. He is also a programmer, a social media strategist, and a speaker. Three facts about Pascal. One, I'm proud to have contributed to three Grammy nominations and to over 50 million albums sold worldwide. Two, I have served as a mentor to tens of thousands of artists and business owners worldwide through my video game, speaking engagements, and education programs. And three, I have also helped some of the most disruptive brands in transportation, cryptocurrency, and food dominate social media. What is your best advice to entrepreneurs in terms of approaching their customers or customer focus? Because you know, this whole sure. show is all about 
customer yeah. focus and how we should be more focused on our customers in order to succeed to uh, grow our business so i think yeah there, i think there's two things uh you know when people ask me what it is to produce music for an artist i i my answer is that it is to realize an artist dream and i think if a lot of business would think like that instead of pushing to sell stuff that people don't necessarily need but actually are more like uh here to serve people for certain things because they if they would do this or do that or get this or get that their life would get much better so if you know brands would treat their customers this way to be much more listening to them and to be really willing to improve their life i think that would make a really big impact on the business itself and then the second thing i was thinking about is definitely the use of social media because i think when people see that you are here to serve them uh that build trust and we know that trust is everything right sure and i must say that this is the thing that first caught yeah. my eyes when i just started to look at your twitter oh, yeah. because that's what you mm-hmm. said you said that for you the whole thing is about helping your customer the musician yes. be in yes. the center of the world isn't it it's so something like that and it caught my eyes because yeah. i think Once entrepreneurs are focusing on their customers, everything is happening. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I really love that. Absolutely. I love the story of Josh Elledge, who went through financial failures and even a bankruptcy before discovered the power of serving your customers, which is the quickest way to gain customers and success. Josh Elledge is the founder and CEO of App and PR and is about to change an entire industry with the mission to help entrepreneurs attract the perfect audiences through PR. Josh is Chief Executive Angel at SavingsAngel.com and helps consumers get discounts and upgrades on everything through his syndicated newspaper column. with 1.1 million readers and on TV in 75 cities. He has been in the media more than 1,500 times. Through his new model of PR, Josh now turns digital entrepreneurs into media celebrities at appandpr.com. I'm wondering what are your... concept or beliefs on the way a startup or entrepreneurial business should approach its customers mm. and give our listeners your best advice for the customer's approach and focus. Yes, I love this topic because I think that this is one where um, there are still business owners that are struggling out there because they keep trying to sell so hard to audiences. And at the beginning, you know, That might get the bills paid. Uh, it, you know, it might help you grow, I'd say, in a linear fashion. Uh, but what I believe, Hayut, is, and, and I really do believe this, and it's taken me a while to move it from my head to my heart, but I want you to know that this is absolutely the truth, that if you spend a lot of time serving audiences and improving the lives of audiences everywhere and anywhere that you can, 
it, it may feel like it takes a little bit longer, and it might, okay, but what you're going to experience is exponential growth. At the beginning, not everyone's going to buy your thing, but they're going to say, wow, I really love that Hayut does this podcast and she serves and she gives. And so they're going to develop a relationship with you. And then eventually a certain percentage of your audience will say, you know what? I would really love to take the relationship I have with Hayut and I'd love to take it to the next level. I wonder if she has products or services for sale. And so they come find you and they say, oh my goodness, I could hire Hayut as a consultant or, oh my goodness, Hayut has a, a, a video series where I could learn step-by-step step exactly what she teaches. I want that. And so if you focus on your thought leadership, if you focus on serving those audiences, you, you're going to find that people are just naturally going to be attracted to you rather than you having to chase people all of the time. So actually, your advice to entrepreneurs and startup founders is to become the thought leaders in their yes. industry, in their field, in their category. And the second part of this advice is really to serve all the time to serve people and customers. Yes. In, Interesting. Yes. In the, two, in the year 2017 and beyond, this is what your audience craves more than anything. So before you just put a sales video and ads and then a paywall, I mean, that's one way you could do your business. And I'm, you know, again, if that's working for you, great. And I'm not saying that you should stop all advertising and all paywalls, certainly not. Um, but what I am saying is that the more that you can invest in just giving to audiences, uh, the more you're going to find that just people are going to like you. And if you can wake up in the morning and ask yourself the question, who do I get to serve today? As opposed to who will I sell to? I don't have to tell you, but to the person who's maybe uninitiated on this philosophy, I'm just going to tell you that your life completely changes when you change your mindset to how many people can I give to. And, you know, you'll do crazy things like, uh, you know, I'm doing a conference this fall, um, which I can't share the details on just yet. Um, but I, I was in a position where I easily, easily could have charged $100 per head at the door. And instead, I am committed to finding a way to do it absolutely free. Wow. Because, again, thought leadership is worth far more to me. And being an authority figure in my space is worth far more to me than you know, making five, ten thousand dollars on a specific show. I, I, you know what? My bills are taken care of. I'm good. I see investing in thought leadership and your authority as being a long term play. And I plan on doing this for quite a while. So <laughs> I'm willing to make those long term investments. It's so important that you talk about it. Hmm. Now I want to dive in the issue of uh, customers, and I want to ask you, What is your biggest, most critical failure oh. with customers, the one that affected your entrepreneurial journey the most? Can you tell us about this? Yes, yes. So when I owned a small-town newspaper, Hayut, one job that I had to do at the beginning, but I really was so uncomfortable with it, was actually was selling. Um, and, and because I had a belief that selling was simply trying to convince somebody of something. 
And because of that, I felt so scared and I ended up failing in business miserably as a result of that. And so my next position after that business went bankrupt, and I mean literally bankrupt. It was it was a very painful experience, but I needed that uh, experience to 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 really push me outside my comfort zone. So for the next five years, I did sales and marketing for a network of law firms, and I was basically expected to sell every single day, uh, you know, if I wanted to make any money is mostly commission based. And so you have to imagine this was so uncomfortable for me, particularly at the beginning. But then I, I evolved over the over the course of five years to the point where I said, you know what? This has absolutely nothing to do with convincing people, but this has to do with listening to people's needs and finding out if I can help them. And if I can't, then that's fine. Or maybe the way I can help them is by recommending a different product or service or making a personal connection. Maybe that was how I could bring uh, the most value to that person in that moment. And when that shift happened, Hayut, my income it instantly went through the roof. My, I mean, I loved what I did. I woke up happy to do my work and I just enjoyed the customers and clients that I had the, the privilege of working with. I just absolutely loved the work that I did. And that was with the law firm? With the sales yeah, and yeah. And it was good because it really prepared me for Savings Angel because by the time I launched Savings Angel, I had no Fear. I, I I honestly believe that I don't really have any fear of of asking for things or asking for a sale uh, because I know in my heart of hearts um, that what I'm asking for would be a win win or would be you know a, of tremendous value for that person and ultimately it's their decision um, but I, I just remember you know, breaking the back of fear in sales. And now at this point, it's, it's like, it's hard for me to even remember what it was like mm. to be afraid of being rejected. I don't care if someone rejects me, they're not rejecting me. They're just saying that, no, that's not a fit for them in that moment. And, you know, that it would probably be better for me to see if there's a different way that I can bring value to that person. Wow, it's a lovely story. And the third trend, that our interviewee marked for 2019 is, is become the influencer of your new market category. From my 32 years in marketing, I know that the best and easiest way to succeed in launching a new product and building a successful brand is by leading your market category. The idea is taking ownership of a marketing category in the minds of the customers. One of the four basic market strategy definitions is what market category should we play in? If you can't lead the market, you should invent a new market category, which you can lead. How to become the influencer of your new market? Become the voice of your new category. Once you decide, based on a research and market overview, what market category you should lead and take ownership of, it's time to become the voice of this category. You should make sure to speak in the name of the new category, not on promoting your product. 
people have become more skeptical towards advertising and promotion. Jeff Bullis, Mark Schaefer, Justin Hu, and many more of my guests are leading the idea of becoming the influencer of their market. Mark Schaefer is probably the leader of becoming the influencer of your market, as he explained in his excellent book, Known. Mark Schaefer is a globally recognized author, speaker, podcaster, and business consultant who blogs at Grow, one of the top five marketing blogs of the world. He teaches graduate marketing classes at Rutgers University and has written six best-selling books, including The Tower of Twitter, the best-selling book on Twitter in the world, and The Content Code, named by Inc. Magazine as one of the top five marketing books of the year. And his new book, Known, The Handbook for Building and Unleashing Your Personal Brand in the Digital Age. Mark also wrote the classic first book on influence marketing, Return on Influence. His many global clients include Pfizer, Cisco, Dell, Adidas, and the U.S. Air Force. He has been a keynote speaker at prestige events all over the world, including SXSW, Marketing Summit Tokyo, and the Institute of International and European Affairs. He has appeared as a guest on media channels such as CNN and Wall Street Journal, The New York Times, and CBS News. I wanted to ask Mark Schaefer about what led you to search the idea of becoming an influencer of your market category as an entrepreneur. Uh, you know, I'm a person that, that always looks forward. And so I'm always kind of in a process of, uh, of reinvention. And I think what's really exciting to me now is when I tend to get almost like obsessed with big problems in our, in our business. Yeah. So when I wrote the book, The Content Code, the big problem I was obsessed with is that marketing doesn't work like it used to. Content marketing, the world has changed. We've got to think in a new way. When I wrote Known, my latest book, it was about today to create an effective powerful personal brand is really the only sort of sustainable competitive advantage we have. And the question I answered was, can anybody become known? Is, is it possible for anybody to become known? There are a few other guests that suggested new perceptions that might develop into new trends in the world of entrepreneurial marketing, like the strength of the brick and mortar entrepreneurship, that Lance Cooler talked about, or a new rise of the concept of stop marketing and start modeling by example, and more. For now, I recommend you be aware of these starting trends, see what they mean, and whether and how they should affect your entrepreneurial business. If you think of a new trend I missed in this list, I'd love to hear about it. I wish you all a wonderful, successful, and meaningful entrepreneurial business year. Thank you for listening to The Reach or Miss Show, the podcast for the customer-focused entrepreneur. 
You can find all the information, links, and resources that was mentioned at the show in our website, reachormiss.com. See you next week.